Welcome to the inaugural episode of Leadership Minutes. It is great to be kicking off this new podcast with you. I'm your host, Ed Brixey. This week, we're speaking about beginning new journeys. Let's get started. Getting started on new journeys is always, always one of the hardest parts, especially if we know that that journey is going to be difficult, contentious, involve change, or be of any significant impact. One quote here that has always stood out for me when getting started is, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step from Lao Tzu. His view here has been one of my favorites for a very, very long time. And every day with every journey I take, this feels more and more true to me. The first steps are always the hardest. It's how do we get started? Where do we go? How are we envisioning what we want to achieve? All of these different questions, and then just the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the concern, the what if this doesn't work, all of this tends to start holding us back. All of this tends to be, continue to make life just difficult. Because as human beings, and this is completely natural and just a part of our biology, is that we're creatures of habit. This habit, this routine, it's a core part of our survival instincts. We often automatically see things that are new or out of the ordinary as just threats. They're scary. They're something to be wary of. How we react to these threats differs from person to person, but this very, very idea of, wow, this is new, I'm worried, it's an impediment. It's something that holds so many of us back from achieving what we want to achieve in life. If we want to move forward within our careers, within our lives, we need to make sure that we're crafting our journeys, we're creating these things to be proactive and it'd be something that we're excited about doing. Much easier said than done. Because disrupting these routines, creating new ones, it is difficult. And in doing so, we're often our own worst enemies. And after coaching for the last several years now, and hundreds of individuals running through seminars and co-private coaching sessions, the fact that we're our own worst enemies, I just find this to become more and more true with every person that we work with. Nine-tenths of the time, it's talking somebody back down off of a cliff. And I come right back to that original quote, that no matter what journey we're on, it starts with a step. This simple idea has provided me a stepping stone towards assisting so many of these people in starting their journeys, especially when they're into uncharted waters within leadership and entrepreneurship, because both of those areas are so just daunting for many, many of us. Some time ago, I was coaching some gifted young entrepreneurs through a program at my alma mater. These, there were two bright individuals in the room with me. We're sitting at, at a table across from one another, and they had some fresh ideas and wanted to create, and were exploring how to create a business off of them. They had looked and identified some problems back home, and they saw an opportunity to say, hey, maybe if we bring this in there, it'll fix things. So we had our session, and they ran these ideas by me, and poking, prodding, questioning, and pretty quickly found that the designs were just not as sound as they thought. Bringing this in would be much more difficult. It really wouldn't fix the issue. It actually would create some additional ones. It just didn't really work. This is something I constantly see in coaching entrepreneurs, is we have so many bright, shiny ideas, and I'll be the first to admit I'm just as much of a victim of this for the, ooh, shiny, let's try this. And getting around that, working within that, is it's incredibly difficult. It's figuring out, okay, what's going on? So most entrepreneurial ideas, and I've had this conversation with people before and they look at me funny, but it's 
absolutely, most entrepreneurial ideas are bad. They're so raw, they're so unrefined, and they don't hit the mark. They sound great, they're exciting, but they're just fall short. So back to these two individuals. I see this dejection and I look up at the clock and we barely scratched the surface of our time together. So wanting to make the most of it and not wanting them to leave feeling, wow, we had a crap idea and he just shot it down, was okay. I looked at them, what else can we do? How else can we build on this idea? And we started re-questioning. We explored other options and quickly came across a new one. Building on their idea, implementing a few others, and suddenly we had the inklings of what of something that was realistic and possible. It was a viable, attainable idea. It created a value across a multitude of stakeholders. It improved their customers' well-beings and solved that initial problem, helped the local economy, and solved many other issues faced within their home regions. And suddenly we I began to get excited about this. And I'm seeing because suddenly I see some tremendous potential for them here. And this new idea, however, for them was they realized the impact and they realized the work that it would take to do. And suddenly it began to scare them. We continued on about some of the implications and suddenly their speech started slowing. They got a little pale in the face and eventually they just looked in their eyes wide. We, we can't do this. It's just, it's too big. It's, we're not looking to create this much of a change. I mean, it's, it's impossible. It's just too large. And so that stillness just hung in the air and they were scared of their own idea. And so I paused and I looked back at them and looked and I'm like, how do you climb a mountain? They confuse, they stop, they look at me and they, how do you climb one? How do you do it? And they answer, we, we, we don't climb mountains. We have no idea. We're, we're, there aren't any in our home in Southern India. And I looked right back at them and I said, you climb it one step at a time. So what are some of the first steps we need to take in order to make this possible? And we continued. Big ideas scare us. Big ideas, they're just scary. They're massive changes. And no matter who we are, where we're at in life, or what we're doing, they are intimidating. However, how we react to them, how we react to these big ideas, defines exactly what we can achieve. Being scared and being overwhelmed, it is completely natural. It's part of being human. But being able to use that energy to remain excited about those ideas and use that energy to propel us forward, it's a vital piece of leadership. It's a vital piece of entrepreneurship. It's a vital piece of becoming successful in achieving and reaching our goals. I've had a great time over the past couple of years. It's always challenging to move forward in any endeavor worth pursuing. But the first steps, the first steps that we take are often the most difficult. So we move forward and we find people. We find people to support us and we find people to help us achieve what we do. Because any journey that's worth undertaking, it's never accomplishable solo. I talk about a little bit more of that within the Daily Leadership Reflections books. And we speak about coming into leadership. And book one is especially designed for new leaders. And we start off with, welcome to your first day as a leader. Congratulations on the new role and the unique responsibilities that come with it. It is exciting to become and find yourself in this position. At the same time, it is another very, very scary step for many people. And it takes a very certain and special type of person to step into that role and be truly exemplary and to inspire those around them. And it's not something that's innate. It's something that you learn and it's something that you can build. Because leadership it is that it's that ability to create a vision more significant than yourself, have a big goal, and inspire others to help you achieve it. It's inspiring your team to come along for the ride. 
you have to be able to rally your team to accomplish something more than you could ever do alone. It is that, and it's utilizing that wide range of skills to do just that. Communications, understanding, emphasizing with people around you, and the capacity to think strategically. All of these different skills help us find these smart solutions to complex problems. And guess what? Our roles as leaders are about complex problems. At the same time, leadership is thankless. When we do it well, we're nearly invisible. Our job is to stand by and make sure things are managed appropriately without getting in the way of our team. This is especially true when things are routine, when things are regular. However, in dynamic situations, when things are changing, when we're meeting new challenges, that's where leaders truly stand out because that's where you're no longer invisible. That's the time where it's your job to step out front, guide your team, and facilitate those new successful outcomes. And this is something that's only done through careful preparation. It's being cognizant of the journey that we're on and being clear about what our goals are and where we want to go. So some of the first steps we should be taking on any journey, of course, is reconnaissance. And we'll talk a little bit about that in our next episode. But for now, think back. We all have our role models. We all have people that we look up to, aspire to emulate. Who's made your current position possible? Take a long, hard look. Identify who's this role model for you. Who's somebody that's helped you out along the way, somebody that you looked up to, and identify how they influenced you. Then think back onto those things that you accomplished together. What did you achieve? And how did you actually achieve that? Go back, look not just at what you achieved, not just at the raw skills or the raw SOPs that you followed in order to do that. How did you go about doing that? What was their language like? How did they talk to you? How did they relate with you? How did they work with you? When did they give you space? When did they pick you back up? When did they lend you a shoulder? Identify all those different pieces. Think on that and think on how do I bring this towards the future? How do I build this back up and incorporate it into my own practice, into my own leadership practices to help inspire people around me the way that I've been inspired in the past? Thank you for joining me on Leadership Minutes. It has been great to take this journey with you, and I look forward to continuing in the future. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast subscriber. And definitely reach out to me with any questions and comments at ed at leadfromthefront.net. Have a fantastic day. See you soon. This podcast is copyrighted by Edward Brixey, all rights reserved. No part may be copied, modified, republished, transmitted, or otherwise distributed without express written permission.